money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I kind of am ready to talk money. We're going to talk about money, but in a roundabout way. This show is related to money, but it's about the heart issues around money too. And this is a heart issue that we're going to talk about in light of Christmas being 10 okay, days I'll away. Okay, I'll do the official entry, entry then. If you need to go to one of the archive shows, <laughs> morethanenough.ca and chri.ca. So, and they're on Spotify and, they're on and Spotify, Google Play and, and TuneIn and, and your favorite podcast provider. <laughs> so welcome to the show. It's been a little crazy. We're in a festive mood. It's mid-December and, and it is a bit crazy. I don't know if you've noticed, but the, the marketing machine is in full swing, has been. I'm getting wore down by okay i need to buy another gift reb i mean another one yeah i like sparkly things i know Mm -hmm. so so hopefully um for for those of you you've done your list you've went out shopping you got the good deals you're all set for for the from a gift perspective for christmas because today we want to switch gears and we want to just kind of let us take a big breath Suck it in through the nose and blow it out through the mouth because today we're going to talk about Emmanuel, God, God with, with us. us. And the reason we we started talking about this, uh, and I'm going to read you um, a little write-up that I read, which kind of prompted this whole discussion mm-hmm. we're going to have this morning, is because we want to encourage you um, this Christmas season. We want to encourage you this year, 2019, to remember that God is with you. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of people at More Than Enough. That's the business we run, a financial coaching company where people call in in despair, uh, financially stressed, um, uh, sometimes in tears, sometimes mm-hmm. in denial. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like we forget that God is with us in our pain and our suffering and our brokenness and in the hard places of our financial journey. In this culture, we're really, we have so much more than most of the world. And we've just lost heart, lost perspective, and we, we get eaten away by that marketing machine. And it's tiring, and we get it. But this show is, we want to encourage you and remind you um, how Jesus came at Christmas and what that at all has to do to encourage you financially. Yeah, and, and so, you know, grab your coffee. Again, if you're listening on podcasts and you hit, hit pause, get into a place where, where we can just for a moment enter that, that day, that, that we're, we're going to go a little bit back to the, the first Christmas, but that I, just the, the, the reality of God coming, God with us, the creator of heaven and earth, the one who spoke and it was, the one who, who knit each and every one of us together, knows our DNA, knows the hairs on our head, that God, that, that one, and he has, has come to earth. And that's, that's a gift. 
Mm. Like, that's a huge gift. And so as, as we just think about that, Reb, you're going to read, read a little bit of, of the story. Um, maybe I'll start with the verses. Is that okay if yeah. I start? So um, we'll just put it in the context from Isaiah chapter 7. And it says, Isaiah seven fourteen. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin will be with a child, and she will bear a son, and she will call his name Emmanuel, God with us. And then, of course, fast forward to Matthew, and we see essentially the same verse spoken uh, and uh, fulfilled in Jesus Christ. And in Matthew chapter 1, 22 and 23 says, Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. We will spend an estimated $600 billion this Christmas season as we celebrate the Savior born in a manger. Too often we forget the depth of the Christmas story amid the hustle and bustle, credit cards and shopping keys, holiday cards and parties. One of my favorite Christmas stories is about a pastor who tried something a little different one year. Instead of the usual decorations of lights, trees and holly, he had manure and hay scattered under the pews and on the altar so things would feel a little bit closer to that first Christmas. I laughed hysterically as he described everyone coming in dressed in their finest attire, only to sit in the rank smell of a barn. They even brought in a donkey that dropped a special gift as it moseyed down the aisle. Folks looked awkwardly at each other. Some were offended, some snickered, and some left. But for those who stayed, it was one of the most memorable services they've ever had. They were reminded of the real meaning of Christmas. God entered the crap. Mm-hmm. Now, if I can say that on the radio, I just read an excerpt from... Hey, it's, it's our show. We, yeah. we're, I'm getting a thumbs up from Dan that says, hey, go for it. Um, it's from an excerpt from a meditation written by Shane Claiborne, who's a speaker and activist and author whom David and I have read um, uh, several of his books. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's from a little compilation called In This Light, Thoughts for Christmas, compiled by... Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby. And what grabbed my attention was that idea that Jesus did not come with glittering lights and clean, sanitized, uh, in a clean, sanitized way. He came into the mess of a barn where there are animals who were eating and smelly and creating manure and all of that. And I thought sometimes we feel like our life is a barn full of the crap and full of smells and noises. And we think, uh, you know, even in our finances, I'm, I've just gone too far. I'm just in too much trouble. And we have forgotten that God is with us. We have forgotten that God came as a baby. And there's another piece of this that he writes of. This is what Emmanuel means. God with us, God with us in the struggle to survive amid the throes of poverty and then the fight for freedom in a world full of violence. Jesus coming to earth is all about a God who leads the comfort of heaven to join the struggle here on earth. God is with us and God is with you as you struggle in your relationships, your finances. This Christmas that is supposed to be maybe so full of joy and you just feel sorrow and grief. Mm. Jesus did not come just to help immigrants and refugees. He 
came as a refugee. The Savior of the world came to us and continues to come to us as a homeless man, an unexpected baby in the womb of a teenage mother, as a child on the run from a bloodthirsty dictator, as a wrongfully convicted criminal facing the death penalty. That's how Jesus came. And sometimes it needs to be said, it needs to be framed in those things. Yes, he is King of kings and Lord of lords. He is the risen Christ. One day will we see him face to face, robed in his glory. But when he came, he came and entered our mess, and he came and entered the muck of our life. And he is in my muck and in your muck, and he's not afraid of it. He's not afraid of your trouble. He's not afraid of your bad financial choices. And and in fact, he volunteered, right? right. You know, in the sense of saying that, does he like it? No. Um, I, I, I think it, it goes back to Christ coming and saying, listen, this is what sin, this is what separation from me looks like. Um, and, and he just says, and the only way, the only way to get back to the Father, the only way to, in a sense, be restored in relationship with the Father is for Christ to come and enter our muck and, and enter and show us. And he, you know, this is for me such the great encouragement because Christ literally showed us how to live. Mm-hmm. He, he showed us, you know, what it looks like, how, uh, again, um, that's part of the, the gospels and the power of the gospels is, is, is seeing the, the disciples follow along, mess up, you know, doing all the things that the disciples did. And yet Christ leading them and, and saying, this is, this is how you're going to live. This is what it looks like um, to, in a sense, live in the light of the father and only do what he says he can only do what he says and only to say what he what he says. And so I, I think that, you know, this God with us in the context of this season, in the context of uh, taking a, in a sense, a pushback on, okay, so yes, we know that there's the practical, we, we're, we're going to buy gifts or we're going to... Um, or we have uh, bought gifts and they're all in the visa. Or, or, or there's people to visit or there's, you know, like uh, there, there's the life management stuff that happens. Um, and, and I think one of the things that we wanted to make sure, you and I, as we were preparing, was just that let's not miss that... God is with us right. in the midst of this. Let's not let let's not let that that be crowded out. I mean, I was I was thinking about the scene and and the the people that saw Emmanuel, God with us, in that mm-hmm. stable mm-hmm. are the shepherds and, and, the, wise and the wise men. They they saw that this was Emmanuel, God with us, wrapped up in a little baby in 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 a, you know the Major. swaddling clothes. Mm-hmm. And yet there was a Jerusalem, there was a, a, a Bethlehem, there was, you know, there were people all around doing the normal day-to-day stuff and they just didn't see. And yet, and that Jesus us. as a baby intersected these lives. And I was just thinking, as you said that, and what was their response was mm-hmm. worship. Mm-hmm. So we, we talk about the hard issues, but we also talk about practical things. So if you're feeling as a listener that you've made mistakes in your finances, you're stressed by your finances, you know maybe your children are stressed, you don't know how to help them, mm-hmm. um, just stop. Maybe take the position that the, 
the wise men and the shepherds did and worship. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what to do, if you don't know how to face God with your story because you feel shame, set that aside just for a moment and come and imagine yourself understanding that God is with you. Mm -hmm. And then what is our response to him? Our response is the same that the shepherds and the wise men had, worship, pure worship. You bring what you have, you come as you are. The shepherds had nothing to bring except themselves mm -hmm. and their sheep and their shepherd's staffs. They didn't, they didn't have the gifts that the wise men did, but the wise men had those gifts and they brought them in worship. And I just think sometimes we forget that God is with us. But when we discover that he is, we hide in shame. Mm -hmm. But instead, he's asking us to come and bow because that is the good news. A savior is born unto us, mm -hmm. a savior who is Christ the Lord. He has given a sign that the babe would be wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. So the shepherds ran to see what the angels had foretold. And maybe you've just not seen him in your circumstance, but it doesn't change the fact that he is with you because he promises to be with us. That's why he came. And, and, and again, if we, if we kind of look at that scene and go, so, you know, I'm not quite sure the, the, the um, shepherds leave and they're praising God and, and they share the good news that, that Emmanuel, God, has come. So they share that, and then they go back to their fields, and they go back to the, in a sense, their hearts are changed, but their but, circumstance might not be, right? right? And, right. and when we look at the, 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 the wise men, they come, and they worship, and their hearts are changed. They, they intersect with God with us in the form of a baby, and then they leave, and they go back to whatever their, they their were lives. before right yeah and and so when you know it, it's a constant invitation we actually have i think a little dis, uh, a, a distinct advantage over those because we get to invite god into our lives every morning every hour every, every minute yeah. Yeah. if we need to we are inviting god into this and saying okay god where are you in my finances because I'm looking at them and, it, and it's just disaster, 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 or whatever, whatever the perspective is. And you're going, where are you in the finances? And maybe you're, you're at this time of year saying, wow, God has blessed us immensely financially this year. And our questions are different. Maybe our questions are, are Lord, what do you want us to actually do with the extra? Mm -hmm. um, what does that look like? I want to invite you into the story. The story. Of our I want to. I, I want to invite you in and, because and, you are with us, and you have hope, and you have direction, and you want to. You. You. I, I feel like he just. At least that's how he's been talking to me lately. I, he's just waiting for the welcoming and invitation into. Um, uh, questions about you know relationships or questions about business or questions about your job or your kids and so often we think we have to carry this weight but but we couldn't even carry the weight of our own stuff we know how heavy that is mm -hmm. and yet he went to the cross and said i'm going to take all of that weight i'm going to take the sin i'm going to take your failures i'm going to take your shame i'm going to take your brokenness because this is why i came he did not come on a chariot mm -hmm. He came into the brokenness 
into weakness, into the crap of a barn and into the noise and smell. And if you think your life is just too messy or you're pretending, you're trying to make it look a certain way on the outside, he knows. Mm-hmm. He knows the posing you're doing. He knows what all the, the the money that's buying you to look a certain way. He knows us. He knows. He, you can, you're not fooling him. I'm not fooling him. And if we just get honest and drop to our knees and worship and see that he is with us, that's the good news. He, he, he comes to restore us. He comes to bring us life. And he knows full well that more and more stuff, that $600 billion the world spends on Christmas, that's not what it's about. That's not, it's, that's not the good news. And, and he also knows in, in terms of just plain old satisfaction, um, this is probably a really little caveat, but I mean, so many times, especially in this season, we're going, oh yeah, I'm buying for this person. I really don't want to buy for this person. Or I, I'm, or I'm uh, you know, well, we got to go spend time with this person and uh, I don't really want to bring God into those things, bring God into those things and say, Lord, what, what would you have me do? What would you have me give? What would you have me, um, and, and see what he says. Mm-hmm. Um, because the reality is, is that when we bring God in, when we, when we live in the place of Emmanuel, God with us, we get surprised mm-hmm. that there is, <laughs> there, there is, is more joy than the, we can imagine yeah. when we open up our eyes and understanding where, when he opens it for us and we say, just show me, mm-hmm. show me that this, I'm framing it. I'm maybe not framing it in the right way. Father, how would you have me frame this day? Mm-hmm. And I, I was just thinking of Isaiah 55 because there are verses that I really love and bring me conviction and, um, but hope at the same time. And he says, why do you spend money on what is not bread and your wages on what does not satisfy? Listen carefully and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. Mm -hmm. Incline your ear to me, come to me here and your soul shall live. Mm -hmm. And I, it goes on. They're beautiful. I love Isaiah 55, but really at this time of the year, that's what we're encouraging you to do is go. Mm -hmm. He's calling. He's beckoning us. He's saying, come, come, invite me, incline your ear. I think of that word incline. I get that picture of John, the disciple who would lean into the breast of Jesus. It says uh, in the book of John when they're at the at the Last Supper. And I think it, we're leaning in to hear him because he's not going to yell above the Christmas music, above the crowds against, he's not going to yell above your worried soul, mm-hmm. your anxieties. You know, if you're worried and anxious, that those are just moments of feeling that lead us either into doing things that will try and solve anxiety or they will lean us into Christ. Mm-hmm. And how, you know, if you're feeling panicky, if you're feeling anxious or stressed at this time of year because of what Christmas means for all kinds mm-hmm. of reasons, lean into him like John did. Lean into his breast to hear him whisper to you how much he loves you and is with you. Yeah, that, just that invitation, you know, God with us, recognizing that he is. I mean, you'd said it, and, and when Christ died on the cross, the, the, the veil was torn from top mm-hmm. to bottom and opens up the way into the holy of holies, opens mm-hmm. up the way into the presence of God yes. that before that only the priest could go, right. but now the way is made. And, and really, 
All we need to do is invite him in. All we need to do is lean towards, lean into lean Christ in. and say, Lord, where are you in these practical decisions? And, you know, my, my uh, um, thoughts went to the Jesus teaching the disciples at the feeding of the 5,000. Again, mm-hmm. there's not enough, Lord. Take us six months. To, and, and, there, and, and Jesus says, well, let's just invite the Father in. Yeah. Let's see what you have. We got five loaves and two fish, Lord. Okay, let's let's invite the Father into this situation and see what He wants to do, and 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 craziness happens, right? Yeah. And, and so when we see our situation, we can be like the disciples and say, "Oh, I don't see how we're going to get out of this. This mountain of debt is too high, or or this situation, mm-hmm. or we haven't been employed for six months, mm-hmm. or whatever your situation mm-hmm. is, and it's affecting your family and your finances." Uh, inviting God in, and and that's a posture. I love what you said, Reb. If we have to, we we physically have to lean in, like to the Father. In, yeah. It's a posture that we assume, and we can't do that if we're running around chasing stuff, no. right? Um, and no. and we're not here saying what, like everybody, you know. I'm not going to tell you how to do that. I don't know what your life. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I can maybe tell you, Dave, but I can't. I can't. <laughs> she does <laughs> all the time. I'll try. <laughs> but for for the listeners, I, I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's taking a walk. I don't know if it's taking 15 minutes in the bathroom with with your kids watching Veggie Tales, maybe, and a cup of coffee, and just t- stopping to breathe. You mm-hmm. breathe him in. Breathe him in. He is with you. You know, Apostle Paul says, in him, we live and move and have our being. And I can honestly say sometimes, especially around this time of year, when things are hard or there's loss or grief or there's busyness and you have to buy gifts and make candy and cookies and all that stuff, we we lose the focus. And he just wants us, again, just leaning into him (laughs) and saying, I worship you. This feels yucky. I feel grief. I feel sorrow. I've had a loss. I you mean, know? you're crap. <laughs> and, and yeah, but he's he's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you think it didn't smell when I was born? Do you think that it wasn't hard being in a Roman Empire and having my hands, uh, you know, hammered, hammered onto a cross, onto a wooden beam that that wasn't glitzy. It wasn't a golden cross. It wasn't silver hanging around anybody's neck. It was a wooden cross. And I was, I was put there. I had blood running down my face. I had the sorrow of the world in my heart. Don't you think that's messy? Don't you think that I can handle your mess? Because I've already taken it all at the cross. Of course, I'm speaking as if Jesus is speaking to you, but listen to him speak to your heart. Press in and, and, and lean into him. I see the practical in that. It's, it's not just, oh, I'm going to feel better at the, at the end of this podcast. Oh, yeah, that was a good word, right? But, but the Lord speaks into the practicality. I mean, again and again and again, through the Gospels, as we see Christ, see Christ um, walking and living, he's immensely practical. He's um, he's speaking into all these areas where we have concerns, and um, you know, you know, my favorite verses from Matthew, so my favorite chapter from Matthew, Matthew six, six. And, and and part of the reason that's my favorite chapter is is because it speaks to the hey, the Lord knows what you need. Mm-hmm. He sees the birds of the air, and the and and he he sees the flowers in the field, and he clothes mm-hmm. them, and and he knows the practical side. So as he he came in to the practical side, 
he he came down and he abides with us and he lives with us and he is in our hey we have to make a spending plan around christmas and i hate doing it because i know we're gonna plan to spend more than we make all of the christ invite him into that invite him into that so that we might know what what he is up to because he's up to it you know at this time of year um there's all kinds of um verses that are shared that you shared he is emmanuel god with us and sometimes it just becomes another christmas carol or it becomes another um thing to listen to or it's in the malls and we just want them to turn the christmas music off because we're quite sick of it but i guess you know along with the practical exercise of inviting him into your story of remembering he is with you Mm. of having the posture of worship and lean into him, bow your knee even. But when you hear the song, Emmanuel, God with us this Christmas, this it's just a trigger to remember that he is with you. And one of my favorites really is... Um, uh, it's the version Amy Grant sings. I know. And I know. It, it, she's, I, that's an old recording. I'd have to ask Dan even what year she recorded it. But I just love that one. And um, at the end of the radio show on CHRI today, we're going to play it for you. And, and whether it's Amy Grant's Emmanuel, God with mm-hmm. us, maybe there's another song that brings you into that place where you go, oh, yeah, I'm back to... I'm back to you, Father. Uh, maybe maybe it's not a song, as you said. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a walk. But, but why don't you just pray? Father, I just want to thank you that you sent Jesus and that you are God with us, Emmanuel. And we worship you today. And we invite you into our own story of finance and our journey in relationships, especially over this Christmas season. Will you bless those who listen with your presence and understanding that you are with us? In Jesus' name, amen. And we are so thankful that you've been with us today. Feel free to, to download a podcast at morethanenough.ca or on chri.ca. The players are right there. Um, and if you listen on a, on a podcasting platform, feel free to rate us. So, and join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.